Hello, I'm Paul Cromford, an old fool that there's no fool like, and I'm suggesting that any fool can go so far. With any activity or endeavour, we can all reach a certain point well short of the finish and stop and think, what happens now? Where do I go from here? Is it worthwhile to continue? And most of the time we don't know where to go, or we don't think it is worthwhile, so we stop. Our lives end up littered with half-finished activities or projects or creations. And I can hear lines from Pink Floyd's classic Time as I say this. But let's lighten up and get to the silly sketch, eh? Back in May this year, 2021, in the Season 2 episode, Any Fool Can Unblock a Gutter, I set up a suspenseful ending to a sketch featuring Marriott Frinton and his friend Pat Moore. I sent them both through the stargate in the corner of the lounge in Pat's holiday cottage, remember? Marriott followed Pat through like this. Don't forget, wait a minute before you follow. See you on Edna! Oh, blimey. Oh, God. This is just too much cake for me. I'm ready nervous. Hmm. Maybe I can just stick my head through and see what's over there. Yeah, that's the thing. Just stick my head through. Okay, here goes. Here goes. Uh, really, here goes. Blimey! It's so... Now it can be told. After getting that far in the story, I thought, Christ on a bike, where do I go from here? What's going to happen next? Hadn't a clue. So, I decided the best way to find out what happens next was to commit to a third season of Any Fool Can and see how the story wants to work itself out. Besides, in recent years, every time I've started to have creativity doubts, a small, reassuring voice has echoed around my noggin and said, You'll do it. And what do you know? That voice is always right. So, here's the next development in the Marriott and Pat saga, and we find ourselves in a transit terminal on a faraway planet. Pat is talking to two extraterrestrials. And, uh, here it is. I'm sorry I'd kept it for so long. You must have been wondering. We gave it no thought, friend from Earth. Our civilization is highly advanced. We are, after all, the cultural and technological masters of Edna. Among our daunting accomplishments is a thriving ceramics industry. Therefore, we possess the means to circumvent any inconvenience caused by your original entreaty. We are accordingly configured for emergencies. In other words, you had a spare sugar bowl. Laconically put. Well summarised. Uh, anyway, my friend should be coming through the gate very shortly. Any moment now, in fact. It's his first visit. We will factor this consideration into our conduct. Behold, there is a disturbance in the strip curtain. The conveyor belt has started up. This must be Marriott. Let us stand in mute attendance. A prudent suggestion in which I concur. Oh, 
old saw! Whoa! Marriott? Oh, well. Well, eh? Fuzzy tongue, movable ceiling. Pork chop ribbon, eh? Marriott, are you alright? Uh, I'm over here. Pat? Well, Pat, that, that was... That was just wow, Pat. It was like a fairground waltzer with, oh, big whizzy stuff and lights. And then I saw all the food I've ever eaten. And there was far too much pork chop rimini, far too much. And then a big vortex thing gave me a big snog and my ears popped. And, and, and now I seem to be lying on a baggage carousel. <laughs> Hello, Pat. Are we here? <laughs> Yes, my boy, this is Edna. Climb off that thing and meet two of my friends. Well, all those things I just saw, I can't describe. Whoa! Oh, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> I fell over, Pat. <laughs> Take it easy, my boy. Your first time through the Stargate is bound to have shaken you up a bit. Well, I can't wait to go again. What a way to travel. And, and this is Edna. This really is an alien planet. It really is. Now, let me introduce What's you... What's this building, though? Looks like an airport arrivals terminal. All those black screens around the walls, are they Stargates as well? It's a sort of arrivals hall for Stargate travellers, yes. Now, let me introduce you to... What's that funny stale smell, though? And what's making that noise outside? Oh, I'm feeling a bit light-headed, actually. Marriott! We'll answer all your questions eventually, but you have to slow down and calm down, or else you'll pass out. All right? Steady? <sighs> okay, Pat. I'm getting a grip now. Now, gentlemen, this is my good friend, Marriott Frinton. Marriott, say hello to Ecky Fluke and Plune. Uh, hello, Ecky Fluke. Hello, Plune. Felicitations, Marriott Frinton. Identical salutation, Marriott Frinton. What is that gesticulation? I'm, I'm sticking my hand out. For what reason? So, so you can shake it. There is no protocol for this. It would be most unseemly. Um, they don't shake hands here, my boy. It's a, <laughs> an alien concept to them. What do they do then? They show their openness and friendliness by revealing a hidden bit of their anatomy. Aye? We will demonstrate. Observe carefully. Whoa! Blimey! That looks painful. I don't usually open mine that wide. Uh, something like this, then. Don't hurt yourself, Marriott. Notice, you have to dip your shoulders and look a bit vacant, too. Oh, 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 oh sorry. It brings on a yawn if I keep hanging my mouth open like this. All right, you can stop now. You've seen one another's uvulas, and honour has been satisfied. So, uh, what are we going to do now? Patagonia will convey you to the exterior. Uh, Ecky Fluke and Plune have to stay here to receive travellers. Come along outside, my boy. Right. Cool. An actual arrivals terminal on an actual alien planet. It looks so much like Gatwick did the last time I went through there. Mind you, Pat, I'll be glad to get out into some fresh air. It smells very gamey in here. Hmm, yes, about that. And that funny sound out there. It's like a kind of music. Only there's nothing musical about it. Well, 
Anyway, here's the main exit, and now we're outside. Welcome to Edna, Marriott. Well, uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, well, uh, Pat. Yes? It's, it's not very nice at all, Pat. <sighs> no, it isn't. It's any old city street at night. All high-rise concrete and steel and glass and horrible LED street lamps. I know. I mean, if it wasn't for those big orange clouds up there, which I'm assuming are part of the Mafu Nebula, I'd swear we were in Dusseldorf or somewhere. <laughs> and the air's still bad. Has Edna got a pollution problem? Not in the usual sense, no. But they do have a problem. There's less breathable oxygen on Edna than Earth, which is the main reason why you're feeling a bit woozy and short of puff. Right. What's more worrying is that they have quite astonishing levels of carbon dioxide and methane and heaven knows what else, which they can't get rid of. Consequently, the atmosphere is, is like, like a... Like a stuffy classroom on a hot Tuesday afternoon when putrid Palmer's just farted for the 45th time. Oh, probably. Is that why the street is deserted then? No vehicles and I haven't seen a pedestrian yet. No, no. The people of Edna just don't tend to go out much at night. They prefer to stay in and make their own entertainment. Ah. Uh, Pat, what is that noise? It sounds like 200 people in 200 flats playing 250 different tunes on xylophones. Um, the people of Edna prefer to stay in and make their own entertainment. It really is a load of mad xylophone players. Of course! I once told you that they're all very keen on the xylophone here. They like to hear me give recitals, when they can stop playing for long enough. Oh, uh, so that's it, is it? That sums up the mysterious planet Edna in the Zoflora star system of the Mafu Nebula. Bad air, xylophones, and a generous way with sugar bowls. Well, obviously, there's a lot more to Edna than this. We're in Palitoy, the capital city of Raptu province. If you were to get out into the countryside around here, you'd see another side of the planet. Oh, yeah. What? Nice rolling hills and babbling streams, ancient woodlands and stuff. Rolling hills and a few watercourses, indeed. And plenty of agriculture. Unfortunately, though, not a huge amount of woodland. In fact, Hardly any trees at all. It's a tragedy, really. What happened to them? Disease? No, the Ednans chopped them all down to make xylophones. They really are potty about the things, and that's why there's so much carbon dioxide, you see. Well, what a ripe bunch of nanas. Poisoning themselves for the sake of making little clonky noises with mallets. Ahem. Being a clonky noisemaker myself, I can understand the appeal. But I am forced to agree with your assessment, Marriott. If they hadn't got the Stargates for escaping through occasionally, the Ednans would probably be a lot gloomier than they are. Hmm. There's something else bothering me at the moment. Something I think I heard a few minutes ago, and I can't put my finger on it. You're suffering from sensory overload, if I'm any judge. Come on, my boy. You've had enough intergalactic travel for one day. Let's go inside and step back through the Earthgate. Yeah, okay. By the way, Pat, thanks. What for? Giving me something to occupy my mind 
It worked a treat. Me legs have stopped itching. Oh, capital. Now, here are our friends again. Your gate is the one marked with a... Sorry, which one? It is the one marked with a... Oh, there. The... Fourth one to the right. Those squiggles all look very similar to me. Marriott Frinton has derived satisfaction from his visit, Patagonia. Uh, yes, I think so. That was it. That's what I was trying to pin down. Oh, dear. Patagonia? He called you Patagonia? Oh, dear. I wish Plune hadn't let that slip. Well, stripe me pink. Right from when we met, you told me that Pat wasn't short for Patrick, and I wondered what it might be. Or if you'd just been christened Pat. Ha! <sighs> no such luck. <laughs> I've been calling you Pat-a-cake all these years for a giggle. But blimey, your parents did a real number on you. I think we should be getting back now and leave these good people in peace. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Pat, that gate over there, yeah? Yes, it's the... F well, it was nice to meet you, Ecky Fluke and Plune. You've got a lovely pair of uvulas. Your gate is the one Yeah, mar I know. The one marked... <coughs> See, I can speak these symbols like a native. Your direction of locomotion is inconsistent with your choice of... Good, you don't half sound uptight. It must be all this fog you're breathing. Anyway, cheerio. Marriott, wait! It's okay, Pat. I know how to do this now. See you back home. No! That's the fifth one from the right. You want the... Oh, drat it. This is an unfortunate development. Well, it's only a minute or two's inconvenience. He'll be popping back through as soon as he realises his blunder. Such will not be the case, friend Patagonia. Marriott Frinton has travelled to the planet identified as Ganguribus. We have not yet installed a return gate on that world. What? You mean... He's marooned? That is so. Fornicate with a quacking bird. Oh, Marriott! Where in the universe are you, my boy? Where indeed. Find out more in episode 4 of this season, uploading next Thursday, the 23rd of September. Note, the character name Ekifluke was devised in the year 2000 by Carol Mordant Todd during a game of anagrams. It's used here by permission. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Any Fool Can is a Paul Cromford production. I am that man. I created the characters and sketches heard in this podcast, and I hereby assert my moral rights to their ownership. <laughs>